0: Ibisian said that Rathian will be waiting for us at the embassy atop the hill. Hopefully, it's under attack. I could use a good fight. if it's your first time if it's not welcome back this is the grinding gear podcast i'm garrett here triumphantly once again even though you heard him last week but that was pre-recorded so it's been a while with kyle ferguson hello it's good to be back welcome back my uh, two times baby buddy yeah the paternity leave was was quick and it is over uh, we pulled our audience, by the way, to see how many of y'all are parents in the live stream and 15% of you. So 15% of this show will be baby stories. <laughs> 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 I'm going to sprinkle it throughout, though. But no, it's really it's but really good to be back. He- here's the thing, though. 100% of that audience are interested in Kyle Ferguson's stories. Oh, so, oh, okay. OK, you know, you've got that I- going for you. You could also be here for you know the World of Warcraft talk, the video game news, the Final Fantasy discussions. There are many reasons why, and that's why I'll keep it to that fifteen percent for y'all out there. But uh, it's good to it's good to be here. I'm a, uh, of course, temporarily insane, as all parents are. Ah, as the sleep well, slowly make, leaks out. That makes two of us, because dude, I am less than a week away. I am six days away from being done with my masters. Nice. It it is. Absolute hell week here in the in the Weinzerl household. There is so much junk going on. <laughs> I'm finishing school. We got like every every we uh, every car we own, which is two, uh, needs an oil change. We've got dentist appointments <laughs> next week. Uh, I stupidly bought concert tickets a while ago for a concert this weekend. You know, because I don't need time to finish up stuff for school or anything. huh. And of course, I'm the fool that won't let good concert tickets go to waste. It's been a while since I've seen AFI. it. I can't let it, I can't let that lapse. You're talking a different world, man. You're talking a different world. Like, I, I could tell you about going to the library mm. or, uh, you know, properly facilitating screen time for limited hours on the weekends. let me let me tell you about how, uh, the life of being a hedonistic, childless adult. <laughs> it sounds busy. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't stress yourself out too much with all that relaxing. <laughs> After next week, dude, it's you're never gonna, I'm gonna just be like living in sweatpants for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play so many video games. Uh, I'm gonna be an Going absolute degen. But yeah, man. How, so uh, I mean, we talk off air, but I'm sure the the listeners out there want to know how did it go? How oh, was, it was? How was yeah. having your second? Oh, uh, it was insane. Uh, we we hung out at the house a lot longer this time, and that means we had the classic Hollywood drive to the hospital, where we arrived with 30 minutes to go. I had to go drop off kid number one, the three year old, with my sister. And I was ushered down the hall with like zero security checks, like just the door flying open and be like, "You're a dad, you're the dad, right? you're the, you're the father." And I was like, "Yeah, to somebody and they're like, "Good, this way, go, go, run." And I arrived, uh, moments to spare. Damn." Yeah, so we speed ran that hospital event. yeah, I got a, I got a text from you that said, uh, quote, "Dude, it was like the movies. We barely yeah. made it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was nuts, but uh everyone's happy and healthy. You know, uh, little little Ian was born. We got a, what was a eight, 8 pound, and 8.9 or something like that, so not the absolute uh 10 4 of <laughs> the OG child. <laughs> but man, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Everyone's doing great. The time sped by while I was away. I enjoyed some Persona 5 uh, the uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds were actually like the perfect pace for you Shit, know, having yeah. a baby on your lap, so I played a lot of that. Hell yeah, man! I'm glad to hear that. I I, I yeah. haven't played uh, Battlegrounds in a bit. I've been playing Standard, and we're like what less than a week away now from the freaking Death Knights coming to Hearthstone, which I'm still oh, is excited that soon? about. It's next yeah. week, dude. I think it's huh. Tuesday. I don't think. I, I, I said it so many damn times while casting. Uh, you think it would have burned into my memory, but I'm, I'm fairly certain it's December 6th. Well, hey, let's let's let's, u- let's ride that transition here. How was hosting a Hearthstone official Blizzard television production? It was awesome and terrifying. <laughs> Wait, can we get footage of this? Like where? Where? where uh, yeah, was it it's on living? the official. It's on the official Hearthstone YouTube channel. Um, I, 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 listen. Uh. I'm going to get paid for this. So I don't get anything extra from telling you to go watch it. Uh, oh, you don't, you don't get kickbacks. You're not. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't negotiate points on the back end. Oh, <laughs> rough buddy. <laughs> I think I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Wait, where, what? Well, if you go is, to the, the, oh. their official, their, the official channel is just called Hearthstone. So you get YouTube.com slash Hearthstone. Okay. I don't know how to navigate their content. They have a lot of stuff. They've got, a lot of content creators doing stuff, it seems. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Did they hide it? And now I'm having trouble finding it. Yeah, this is from two months ago. I mean, clearly the hype machine is rolling, but yeah, one day I go for the Lobby Legends something or other. Yeah. Uh, maybe I got it. Maybe I go to their live. Here we go. The show match. Yeah, it looks like they oh, left it under yeah, the yeah. live. Oh, wait. Ooh, were you in a couch and all that? I had a, I had a leather chair. Oh, damn, I'm going to put this up on screen. Had though. a leather chair. Yeah, there's not. I mean, you, you blink and you'll miss me because it was uh other, you know, I was on screen with my buddy Slissa for, you know, a few minutes here and there. But other than that, that the first day was over seven straight hours of casting. games. yeah. Okay, let me let me find the countdown here. I want to I see you in the chair. I want to see you on the set. <laughs> here we go. Oh, yeah, you look great, man. Look at that. You got of the fake candles, but, you know, it get a little chaotic with I'm real so, fire, I'm, I'm sure. The, dude, I'm so glad they were fake candles. You know how many times I put my foot over one of those things? Yeah, I'm sure. I have no doubt. Did, so were you, uh, like, I have completely just, like, basic level questions for you. Were you in the couches the whole time, like, watching on little screens? Or did you go over to, like, a desk or... So once the event started we, up, like, what we were you had, doing? We had monitors like in front of us that showed us what the stream was seeing. So like, we, yeah. we had a live feed at all times. So we knew when we were on camera, we knew when the game was up and uh, we, we could have, they told us, they're like, listen, if you don't see you, you can do whatever you want. Cause we're on a lapel <laughs> mic. They're like, if you want to stand up, yeah. if you want to get close to the screen, this was like, and I, which I would thought was really cool. I've never been on this side of a production. Um, I've done hosting things for Blizzard before. It was always at BlizzCon, and it's nothing like this, and I've never cast it. So, yeah, originally they were like, yeah, you get up, you want to get closer so you can see what cards they have. And both Slyss and I were like, can we just have laptops so we can go into the observer mode and actually look at cards? (laughs) So that's why we got laptops in front of us. Yeah. So I ended up barely moving. Yeah. The only time I really moved was full, full speed running to the restroom in between breaks. (laughs) That was the only time I really moved. Cause most oh, of the breaks great. were like two minutes. So I was just hauling ass to the urinal. It was, uh, it was an experience. Yeah. Your little blazer on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I a t-shirt blazer combo. Oh yeah. You look professional, my man. Look at this. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, dude. It was a really freaking cool experience. Uh, a lot of people in my personal life have heard the story the, the It was like there were a lot of parts of the of the production that I hadn't done before. So we had a rehearsal, and uh, I I, it was it was rough. My first few goes at this when we were practicing were not my best work, and uh, (laughs) and so I got I got used to the way they do things because hopefully it didn't seem like it, but basically the whole thing's ad libbed. Like there, there, there's a, a order of everything to go in, but there's not a script. There's not like, Hey, uh, go, go explain the format. And then they give you a script of the format. It's like, you got the graphic they show and that, that that's kind of it. So we had to study the format. Uh, you know, I knew a decent amount of the players cause there were actually a lot of legacy players that I know from like when I was really invested in Hearthstone eSports and the, but then there were also new ones. So I was studying up on the players and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, man, no, dude. I had a massive emotional uh, uh, reaction the the after the first day. Like, I I got a little misty eyed because you know I haven't done Hearthstone content for a bit. I've been playing a game, but haven't made anything in a while. So I was bracing for just like a tidal wave of who's this nerd? This guy sucks. He quit. Yada yada yada. <laughs> and after the first day, seven plus hours of Hearthstone, I, you know, I go and I'm just like. I can't, I'm, I'm a creature. I had to check Twitter. It wasn't, no, you but, can't not. Yeah. It yeah. was nothing but compliments. Oh, that's and, great. uh, and at that exact moment, when I look up for my phone, I finished going through my notifications. Uh, Hearthstone community manager came out to congratulate us. And I just, I just started tearing up. I couldn't help. Aww. It. I couldn't, I really felt like, cause the, the, the rehearsal was rough for me. I, I had to learn a lot of new things very quickly. And, uh, and then at the end of that first day, man, I really felt like I, uh, like I did something like I I accomplished something um yeah it was cool I was really I'm really stoked for the for the opportunity like I know everyone says that and it sounds canned and cheesy but like it meant a lot to me to get to go do this event when it you were straight cool. up casting like this was yeah. maybe like b- b- play by play what card is being dispensed why it's interesting I remember I think both times I turned in, you were both talking about uh, stickiness, like the stickiness of cards. And that's a real sticky card. Yeah, well, the um, Reborn is back in, like, full force. And we haven't seen New Reborn. Reborn. Yeah, we haven't seen New Reborn cards in a while. But, I mean, it is literally a Lich King, like, Scourge-themed expansion. So bringing back the minions that die and then resurrect themselves mechanic really makes a lot of sense. Um, And then I, I think you and I already talked about it a little bit with Death Knight coming the, the Death Knights have like their own new like kind of death like graveyard adjacent mechanic. Like when things die, you get a corpse counter. And so just Death Knights have this little corpse counter underneath your mana count. So when you've got those reborn minions, it's just it's just fuel for that corpse counter. Oh, I see it down there. Yeah. 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 Huh. It's it's freaking cool. And then there's a few cards that are like resurrect your corpses. But then those minions don't give you corpses back. They have like the risen tag and there's a little like uh, text on the card that says you don't get a corpse from this. Okay, so you can't just go infinite. Like you can't generate corpses and then cash those corpses in for new minions, and then get corpses off those minions you generated. You gotta control it. I I get that. No, I, 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 I totally like from the outside. I'm sure with that many people around you, like a whole production going, the format, which any esports format, particularly anything that gets into like double elimination or actual brackets, is always super confusing and overwhelming, even as an audience member. But I remember when we started doing StarCast, any of this esports coverage, before Twitch was a thing, before streaming was a thing, before really financially supporting content creators was a thing at all. Casting was always the end goal. Like, no matter if you were doing this, the way you were going to survive and make this a full time job was to get into casting. So, how cool, like, after all these years to see you up there doing that, doing the play-by-play. No, th- 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 thanks, man. Uh, it was it was cool to be up there doing the play-by-play. It was like, yeah. holy crap. And also, just, like, I have mad respect now for... I mean, I had mad respect, but I've got, like, crazy... I, I had no idea. Like, it, it was a proper studio we were in, like, multi-cameras, a lot of different people, like dedicated sound staff, you know, producers, people running the, the, like a proper production board to like swap scenes in real, because the whole thing's fricking live. I think they were running on a slight delay, but that doesn't matter from the purposes of like actually producing. your producing a live event. It's just, you see it on a, a very minor delay. Um, I, it's nuts. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was like I, any, any, uh, crew member that was down for a hug, got a hug from me. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, damn. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. It, it was really neat. Um, I would I uh, 10 out of 10 would do it again. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's great. That's cool. Life events all around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. I just looked over. Look at look at my hair was was something. Oh, it's fabulous, man. You look great. You have a there. presence. I did. Uh, I did. I did take I did. I don't know if steals the right word, but I did take home a few of those cards. I'm going to frame them. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was it was it was nuts, man. It was nuts. Also, nice. I miss California food big time. <laughs> yeah, California has some pretty decent food. Yeah, I got in so late and uh, I had a, a 30 minute connection I had to make. So I was on a plane all day with no food because I I didn't have enough time to get food on my connection, I ended up having an In-N-Out burger at 3 a.m. in my hotel bed. That's how it goes. I mean, that's how BlizzCon goes, so I can only assume uh, the the rest of the parts. Yeah, man. That's cool. That's really cool. Well, what a a Blizzard-tastic month you've had. Yeah, dude. It's Didn't see this coming. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Didn't see this coming at all. But, uh, speaking of which, uh, do you, do you want to, well, actually, you know what I do see Mm -hmm. coming, you know what I do Mm -hmm. see coming, Kyle, my my. wonderful support from our patrons over at support of com. Hell yeah. You like what Kyle and I do week in week out making this podcast. Maybe you like our YouTube videos. Maybe you like our live streams. Maybe you're into all of it. Well, you can support all of it over at supportourbromance.com. That will just take you directly to our Patreon. And if you want to support us, you can do so over there. You'll get yourself perks like access to our members-only Discord channels. And uh, a thanks on the show. Certain levels you get thanked each and every week. Certain levels you get behind-the-scenes perks. Go check it out. Supportourbromance.com. Also, you won't you won't hear this anymore i'll just i'll cut it out for you it'll be ad free an ad free grinding gear podcast experience so thanks well done appreciate it now kyle would you like to get into this week's news which is also just going to be a big bundle of what we've been playing yes let's dragonfly over there good 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 (laughs) good! oh great news everyone shove it Dragonflight is out. You and I tried to play it. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> the launch did. was not great. Uh, I, and and that's not shade. Listen, I just kind of expect MMO launches to go poorly. Yeah, no surprise. I think Shadowlands was good, though, if I remember correctly. I, I feel like that's the case. I didn't pay attention, naturally, just not playing it, missing it completely. But, um, it, you know, they they caused a bottleneck. And what they had was ships for the Alliance and zeppelins for the horde that were to take you to the dragon isles. And it was a, it was a rather like good show when you actually pulled it off, you know, pulling in and seeing the dark I still and haven't seen sky it be- because they, they hot fixed oh, in a portal. Yeah. They hot fixed yeah. in a portal. And if you use the portal, which for, a, so for a bit, zeppelins just weren't sure. We, we were playing horde. Um, if anyone wants to play with us, by the way, we're earthen ring horde side, that's what we're doing. Horde side, Horde side. A little uh, instance shout out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you and I, we got this is Monday. We we did a Final Fantasy. We streamed Final Fantasy for a while, and then we are like, "All right, it's time." Dragonflight. They're flip. They're flipping the switch. Let's head over to Wow and 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 see what the launch That's is. The like. way it was sold to us is a flip switch. Like there was no everyone log out, log in. It was merely that everything was installed and supposedly all they were doing is turning on the Zeppelin. Well, they've done it before. They did uh, Shadowlands was like this as well, where you could just be in the game that day. And at some awful hour, like 6 PM for us on the East coast, they would just be like expansions out. Um, I guess 6 PM is actually a pretty good hour. Cause if you have a job, you're probably home now, but anyway. Um, so we did that and it did technically work. <laughs> technically the, the, the suddenly you could go to the dragon isles. Um, But you're right. It caused a bottleneck and the the Zeppelin just never showed up. And so they hot fixed in a portal. Uh, We tried it like 20 times, never got through. Whatever number click I had finally worked for me. But you could never get through. And then the portal disappeared, but the Zeppelin didn't show back up. Yeah, yeah. it's a cool idea. Like, I like the idea on paper of sending people in waves rather than having this constant spawn, spawn, spawn. When I got in later that night, it was neat. I just kind of chilled and sat on the beaches. It was more like a lava flow, but I sat on the edge of the Dragon Isles and watched the ship land and unleash these waves of players that would immediately start grabbing up all the quests, running through, killing everything. But it gave it this uh, cadence, (laughs) for lack of a better word. It gave it this, this energy as everyone kept appearing. For some reason, they made the boat arrival sound the exact same sound. As the works done in Frostpunk, so like every five minutes I'm having a Frostpunk flashback, which you know not not particularly a fun game, but hey, uh, you know so, sound design does things. And uh, I am it, such a I am such an absolute Frostpunk hater. I do not <laughs> I do not understand the attraction not a to that game. game. It is not no, it's, it's not even a particularly good strategy game. On top of the fact that it's not fun, it's, it's so on rails. Game. It's so yeah, freaking it's, on rails. It's a tower defense. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it is a uh, a, tower a despair themed. It's a despair factory. Yeah, yeah. Which I enjoy. I I, I love Darkest Dungeon One. Uh, still can't say that about two yet. Hopefully someday. But anyway, <laughs> back to back to Dragon Isles. Yeah, no, I I got in. So we talked a little bit uh, before I was coming back. And we realized that my return day after Thanksgiving holiday was going to be Dragonflight release day. So I was spurred on by also being wrong for a lot of wow facts that I unleash <laughs> in our videos. You know, four-year-old information practically that I'm sharing as my opinion of wow. And honestly, all and, of your priest opinions are older than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, investigative journalism took over and I made myself a theer uh, Originally, actually, I... Tried to start up my priest and it fired up inside Zul'Dazar. Is that the name of it from BFA? Uh, the pink the, pyramid. And yeah, was it pink? No, it was gold. It was a gold pyramid. It's pink, but is it pink like, is stone, like a, dude? You look it a up. Dress a, a dress situation. I thought it was gray and gold. It's and got we've got some gold, a dress situation. But it's pink. <laughs> anyway, I fired it up. It started playing the BFA song. I just quit. Like I couldn't. I couldn't even look at this. Like home of burnout from years ago. So I I started up uh I, I actually I'm really I really like my character. I everyone else is stupid but me. I have become emotionally attached to my my little dragonling and his uh his coolness. I think he's I think he's badass. I, I think Thundarius is an excellent example of what you can do with the character creator. He is a handsome devil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we talked. To, I, I we've mentioned this on stream a few times, but I I I, uh, I think the day before Thanksgiving went in and made a drakthir, and I thought they looked dumb as hell when they announced them, and I also thought Evoker looked just completely made up and just like oh another caster <laughs> who gives a shit. Like I I was a grump. Right? And, are you filling out the game there? Yeah. Surely we need more range DPS in the yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, in the can defense can a has, a has a healing spec. Has a healing yeah, spec in the defense. I um, which is all stolen from Alex Straza Heroes of the Storm, uh, in my opinion. She is all the life binder. She's been that yeah. way. She's been healing shit in World of Warcraft long before she was healing shit in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. So you I mean, li- the only you just think it better. I know why you think better <laughs> in Heroes of the Storm. I know why. Okay, I, I, I really why. liked her character design, I thought, as the life giver, mm, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. You really like her character design. The hourglass. Design. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, she still has no ears, which is the weirdest part, like just no elf ears. They just didn't have room on that on the character designed for Alex. Cross. But I do think Heroes of the storm is the epitome of all characters. It was Jaina when she was happy. It was Uther when he was alive. <laughs> it was, you know, like every <laughs> character they designed for here's the storm was that character at their peak. I disagree with you on Jaina. I think peak Jaina is BFA and they never added a BFA Jaina. Star. Well, skin wise, I don't really want to hang out with BFA Jaina. No, she, she was, you know, you kinda... didn't, you didn't finish it. She became a, a she like kind of, Healed her soul. and became a, oh, a leader good. again. I didn't yeah. like when she arrived on the flying boat. That was a little much for me. Oh, I like that bit. I like that. Uh, the more I think about BFA, in 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 retrospect, I really enjoy it. And a lot of people are like, "That happens with every WoW expansion." in a few years, I'll does. be saying about about Shadowlands, and I'm like, "No, I won't. Shadowlands I, is horrible." That's the I'm, I do I, I do have people like being like, "Hey, you should do Maldraxxus. Like at the very least, go back." and do Oh, Maldraxis. I agree with that. Like it. The zones are fine. The zones are cool enough. Um. Uh, Maldra- Maldrax is probably my favorite one. It's if you've ever painted a, a plague marine in 40k, you're gonna love Maldraxus. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm just like, listen, I I get it, I, I get it. Every the beginning of every World of Warcraft expansion is like this. All of us are like, oh man, it's so cool. Look at this, it's so much fun. The the true test of World of Warcraft is in is in the long tail. Like, we don't know. We don't know right. if Dragonflight is going to be a good expansion or not. We're not going to know that until the end. However, I do think the the lo- the beginning here, the early stuff, because I have gotten in and played a little bit more. How far are you? Did you get your dragon? No, I, I farted off with, like, this really cute quest about, like, saving animals that were being tortured by elementals. And that... Led me to get lost trying to find like where Rathian was like hiding on top of the building, surrounded by a bunch of like Wrath of the Lich King giant people, but they're lava themed. Okay, and uh, then I started messing with talents again because I didn't like the way I was pulling things. So you know, it's a slow process. It's a laborious process. When when is that? Like so, if I'm if I'm here like helping Rathian and a uh, uh, fox dragon hang out, I, am I close? Thirty minutes, maybe. Okay, okay. So make that three hours for me. Okay, okay I'm getting close. Stop getting doing close. so. So they they've marked main quests now, like the MSQ. They started doing that in Shadowlands. so you can just avoid everything else. I know, but there was literally like spinning hippos and like uh, ducks being splashed with water, and I was like, "What the hell's going on over here?" You I'm, know, I'm, not, I I'm not saying. My whimsy. I'm not saying don't go have fun. If you if you're enjoying that. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I'm, I'm just saying if you're like, oh, that's so far, if your reaction is, oh, that's so far away. My my answer to you is just streamline it. So when you see yeah. the, the rectangle with the pointy arrow at the bottom, that's a main quest. Yeah. Well, and they have the little campaign box yeah. over to the side. So, you yeah. can know, kind of what's on the main path. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, you put your you're, you're, you're point. You asking if I got to a certain point. So there's there's some yeah, sort of. Yeah, because I got I got my dragon. Um, i mostly mainline. I didn't do very many side quests, and I went and I got my dragon and then uh so this is why I think Dragonflight is something special right out the gate. Like here, here's what I can speak to to the you know, Dragonflight early stage. It's just fun to play. There's just things to do because they're fun to do, not because they're a chore. At least to me, they don't feel like a chore I have to do to, like, get Renown or whatever. Renown is still in there and all that kind of stuff, but I don't want to get far ahead of you because we're going to, once school's over, we're going to start streaming while WoW on Fridays. And I figure, I don't know, we actually haven't had a conversation, but in my head, I'm like, I'm assuming we're going to try and stay roughly around the same level, right? Probably. I mean, I'm 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 notoriously slow, so if you feel the need, like you could probably make a second character and keep it where I'm at. I fart off so much. Cool. Well whatever the case is, I we hadn't had a conversation and I was like, well, I don't want to get too far ahead of Kyle, but I've got my dragon now. Which means not a dragon person, a dragon for riding. I have my dragon that you can ride, because dragon riding is one of the big features of this expansion. It is nothing like flying before. I'm not gonna give the wholesale spit. You probably already know. Um, I, beyond that, beyond knowing we get dragons and flying is different and like an active piece of gameplay rather than just point and go straight. Uh, I knew, I, I know nothing about this expansion. I haven't looked into it at all. Shadowlands really burned me, not to mention usually when I over-research wow expansions, I get burned out a lot faster. So pretty fresh to all of this, get my dragon. Turns out there's all kinds of collectibles and things you can do once you get your dragon. Because when you get it, you, you don't have a lot of customization for your dragon out the gate. You kind of have the same dragon everyone else has, but you unlock more customization. There's like little hidden dragon glyphs just around the map. So like you go flying, you'll see like a gold kind of coin looking thing with a dragon emblem on it. Hidden in nooks and crannies or at the peaks of mountains and stuff. And you just collect them. And as you collect them, they start to unlock more customization options for your dragon so it's like uh fallen order then. Like you, you find it's a boxes, little bit yeah, fallen order and Spider-Man games, uh feathers and Assassin's Creed, though I think a lot more fun than that. Uh I like yeah. the collectibles in Spider-Man because moving around New York in Spider-Man is fun. And I feel the same much the same way about flying my dragon in dragon flight. It's just fun to just move around, just move around the city, move around the map. And uh so I almost have all the coins. From the first zone already. Because I didn't want to get far ahead of you. So I went and did that. And I've also, there's races. There's dragon races. Like chocobo races? like. They're, they're so I haven't done a chocobo KDP? race in Final Fantasy. I haven't okay. done a, choco, a chocobo race. So I don't know. Uh, uh, do, have you? Have you done a chocobo race? Yes. Are I, they I have against other people? Raced. Yes. Okay. It's like Mario Kart. Okay. This is not against other people. It is a, like a time attack. There's a, a time to beat, and you can give gold, silver, or bronze. Okay. okay. And. Normally, I hate races in games that aren't racing games. <laughs> Normally, I cannot, I don't even like racing in Grand Theft Auto. Pretty good car driving in Grand Theft Auto games, still hate the races. Not a racing game, don't want to interface with your racing. And much the same reason I haven't done a chocobo race in Final Fantasy yet. I love the racing in Dragonflight. So, okay. again, didn't want to get too far ahead of you, Kyle. I've gotten gold on every single dragon race in the opening zone. Is that a show of investment of time, or just like you are? I think there's like ten of them. I've done them all, and I did a lot of them a lot of times until I got a gold rating. (laughs) So here's the question: What did you get for it? I don't know, and I don't care, and I think that's really exciting, right? Because that's that's the crux. Of the issues in the past is that something could be fun like Torghast, but it had essential loot tied to it. And so if you can do something literally for fun or for cosmetics, like upgrading your dragon's horns or whatever. uh, Oh, okay, that's that's down the right path. That's down the right path. Yes, that's that's the thing. Normally I'd be I'd be like, "Oh, I feel bad. I haven't researched this. I don't actually know what I get from it." But I think the fact that I know nothing about what I get from this and I'm just doing it anyway is is a major positive in my mind. <laughs> Video games for exactly it's doing a thing yes yes it's it's how i play final fantasy 14 i i i've got a dragoon to 45 while you were away it wasn't even on my to-do list my (laughs) to-do list while you were gone was finish the scholar quest line in final fantasy 14 which i did and then i found my was uh, it good yes it was very good by the way highly recommend it go do the scholar quest line um, Apparently, you do all the good job quests, and I do all the bad ones. <laughs>
1: i've
0: I've started the bad ones and I've stopped, which is why I yeah. don't have a machinist now and why i've I've avoided Red Mage because it just does nothing for me aesthetically. Red mage is okay. Red mage is all right. I don't uh, like the way they look. They're just it's not for me. It's not for me. It's it's, fight it's with just, a, stylish a, with, for you. Are you fencing or are you a spellcaster? Pick a lane. No, both, both. No, I don't want both. Both Literally enjoy both. (laughs) I'd rather do a Red Mage than Machinist. I really, a strong dislike. Like I was like, oh, I hate this. And I just, I left, and I (laughs) will probably never return. Um, But yeah, Scholar is amazing. I did a whole stream where I learned how to heal in Final Fantasy. It was, it's nuts. Scholar's kind of crazy. And, but I've done all of this just because I want to. I don't need any of this. I've got my Dark Knight. I'm good. Yeah, I've got a Summoner. I'm, I've got a Damage. I've got a Tank. I don't really play Healers. I'm good in Final Fantasy 14. but I'm having so much fun learning these different jobs, and I'm having so much fun going through the the job quests over there, some of them, uh, that I'm, I'm just doing. I don't, yes, if you, I want to play those jobs at max level, I need to go through that, so there is a carrot at the end of the stick that I understand, but it's not really why I'm doing it. And the same thing is, is over here in, in Dragonflight. And I've never really played. Wow, this it's very I, I can't really think of that many times in World of Warcraft where I've just done things solely because I found them fun. I was almost always chasing something. And, and in here, I'm just chasing my own enjoyment and my own like uh, prowess with this new dragon that you can fly. Can I race as a Drakthir or do I have to ride a dragon? I believe you have to ride a dragon. It's dragons. It's similar. The controls are similar to flying with your Drakthir, but it has this like reserve recharge mechanic. Cause you know, on your Drakthir, I think you, I don't, maybe it gets better when you level up, but you know, you can only flap twice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you can, and a four minute cooldown with your dragon, you can recharge so you can get another flap back. And if you do it right, you can essentially recharge indefinitely and the races are set up in a way or if you do the course right, you've got as much as you could ever need, really. Okay, so so is there a cooldown on your dragon? Because my Dractheria can only fly sore every four minutes, which is a bummer. Sort of. It's not a timed thing. It's you've got these charges. And and if, if you want to just fly straight up in the air, it takes a charge. If you wanna like surge forward and, and pick up speed, it costs a charge. And those are your two basic things. I believe you have two buttons as well on a drag theater that do essentially the same thing. Um but it takes these charges. And if you're going fast, those charges start to recharge. And you just much like the drag the way you go fast is by pitching yourself downwards. Right. So if you maintain that speed over time, you will get charges back. And as you improve your dragon, like level it up essentially, but it doesn't have like levels in a traditional way. You you have talents, uh, you kind of spec out your dragon, you'll get more charges. So like right now I have four charges and you'll, you'll, you will have that too. It's, I, I haven't gotten any extra other than what you start with, um, so there is a cooldown where if you run out of charges and you run out of altitude, you need the land. And as long as you're on the ground, you will also recharge slowly over time. So I assume from a game design point, they have created limitations on flying so we can have flying in the game, but you can't reach certain areas because you'll never have enough charges at starting level. Well, I got to the top of the tallest mountain in the starting zone by just waiting. <laughs> like I, I jumped to the, furthest peak i could and then i just waited and then i jumped up even further because there was one of those tokens i told you about at the very tip top of that peak and i didn't have enough charges to do it all in one go but if i Hmm. just took my time i could do it probably not what they want you to do but i i was just like i just want to see like is there anything stopping me from going and getting literally every single dragon glyph that's around the starting area with a starter dragon and no there isn't all it takes is patience yeah, you were vibing. You were vibing on a video game. I was absolutely you were a- vibing. Yeah, I was in a flow oh. state. I was vibing. I was just kind of seeing how far I could go. And I was just legitimately having a good time collecting these things. Okay. I, I, I kind of don't want a dragon. I really love my drag that are doing with their own body. I like that part. I like it. That's me flying. I feel kind of awkward. The idea of riding a dragon when I'm a dragon. Well, time to switch to your, wings. time to switch to that shaman you wanted to play then. Yeah, I know. I I want to if I'm going to do shaman, I want a Zandalari shaman because they have really nice totems. But my game is glitch because I quit mid BFA and my quests don't work to complete the war campaign, and I have to do that in order to unlock that. So shaman is waiting for my ticket to go through so I can actually talk to Rexar someday. Uh, but I'm you know I'm I'm a bit more sober. On the idea of Dragonflight, I am, you know, uh, enjoying my Draktheir. I think it's a a great infusion of fun for a game that could very easily be burned out on again. Because I've tab-targeted through World of Warcraft for many, many years, since, you know, 2005. And ultimately, the graphics aren't so different. They've definitely improved naturally over time. But questing's not so different. The way quests are dished out, the story isn't riveting. And that's not my driving factor. I'm not really having this, like, oh, one more quest feel. But Drac and the personality, the look of my Thundarius, it's, it's, you know, it's propelling me. I just, to me, and I said this in our video that we put out Wednesday World of Warcraft is an action RPG. And leveling for me has always been one of the hardest parts of the game. It's just not what I'm there to do. I want to co op. So, in that way, I think Dragonflight will be more enjoyable when we're together. I'm doing it as a party game. You know, a lot of people do this with you know, Deep Rock Galactic, Heroes of the Storm, or any MOBA. Like, it's just not something they play alone. And I think without WoW having the story chops to propel me through, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting that feeling there. But, I, you know, I do enjoy feeling like I'm catching up to you that we'll be able to play together soon enough when I've completed that. And, and the drag theater, you know, yeah, nice they're nice it's a nice well the next time uh, the next time we 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 stream wow you should just put in that ticket for the thing you your issue with the unlocking the zandalari while we play and uh you know if someone gets back to you it can just be this uh big it's already in there oh it says it's going to take 48 days to get back to me 48 Um, days yeah because it escalates so they said (laughs) hey it's going to be 48 days (laughs) until we can address your ticket and also here's an automated uh, advice for you and it didn't work, so I have to wait the forty-eight days. Uh, I assume that'll go down, hopefully, as like people, you know, actually got on the Zeppelin or whatever, and you know, tickets that were wrongfully submitted are deleted. But yeah, it's it, it's going to be a bit of a wait until my shaman's ready. Apparently, dear God. Okay, well, I, I wish you luck in that. But anyway, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really impressed. I, I'm usually really impressed at the beginning of a of a WoW expansion, but it's it's different this time. <laughs> Like it can be different each time, but in a different way. And it sounds like in a different, you know, more so I'm saying like people say this every expansion, but it's okay to see each expansion because it's for a different reason. Yeah. Yeah. I've never just run around and collected things in a while. It's never been something I've done. And it's also had this knock on effect where I'm, I'm farming a shit ton because I'm just, I'm flying everywhere, collecting all these things. And, and, and I'm constantly seeing like, mining veins. So I'm just always stopping and I made like 5000 gold <laughs> the other day. I have no, no frame I assume that's a small amount. It is a, it's a relatively small escalation. amount, but, but I don't try to make money and so I was just like I'm just going to hawk off this or all the getting's good and you know, I made a chunk of cash and just I'm vibing man. It's uh if I you know it's a really acu- it's really accurate to the last time I was in school cuz I would rather be playing Dragonflight than doing my (laughs) school you're almost done just squeezing that in there almost done almost done but yeah history repeats itself it's it's cool and and it's it's there's a it it also could just be me but i have this sense of calm like i'm playing this and i'm playing final fantasy 14 and i do not have a sense of fomo with either Mm. yeah i can i can feel that like, the the games are so, and as treating it like an action RPG, the games are so different. My time in Final Fantasy Fourteen is not, like, burning me out for WoW. And in that way, if WoW was hitting, like, with, hey, check out these, like, really detailed stories and you got to read everything, there would be some clash there. Like, both can exist for me because they are such insanely different games, particularly when you get into, like, talent points and hopefully, you know, the way dungeons work and if they continue to improve that in the way I want to see you know, late game. Yeah. Go as, as a pop in Diablo like experience, by the way, Diablo is making a bunch of noise today. They're they're tweeting all about like Lilith on the way. I don't know what that's about, but apparently they're getting close to an announcement. Maybe we have a a release date around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. The the demo at PlusCon 2019 was good. Long ago. It was so long ago, dude. So I I like Diablo. I didn't grow up with it. I had a lot of fun with three. I would have happily played a lot more, but they never made it anymore. <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm down for Diablo 4. And I'm more than okay with the Diablo kind of play style where my character says like one line of zero importance per chapter, like Diablo, you walk in there and Necromancer says, ah, oh, there's death in here. it's like great, great revealed <laughs> Necromancer way to include yourself in the story. It's all about, Atmosphere and leveling for me in Dragonflight will take off, pun intended, when the atmosphere comes together. Right now, I'm not really feeling the the atmosphere, the the immersion of where I'm at. Mm. I, so it's a co-op it's a co-op game for me. I like that it's uh it's just pretty right now. I mean, the zone they they dump you out in it's just it's just pre- a pretty place to be. I love how WoW does uh, uh grass on rocks. There is a lot of like really nice, pretty green grass on top of like obsidian, and it just, I, it, it's just concept arty as shit, and I love it. <laughs> I like how much it. mobility I have on my Drakthir. I am mm. like dashing, I am soaring, I am. I swapped hovering. over, so I am leveling my old main, my paladin uh, that I downed Arthas with all the way back in the day, and uh, after playing the Drakthir, holy shit, do paladins feel? immobile <laughs> dude i have zero interest to check out my priest the the feathers did you did you ever play a priest uh i think this is since legion where you drop the feathers to give yourself a speed boost yeah, yeah. it's the lamest thing on the planet oh i loved it i'd love to doing the feathers no it's so clunky like leaving feathers out in front of you when i literally just take off flying in this oh, game. Oh, no, dude. I, well, I mean, now I've I'm got, sure by comparison, zero but back in, patience. The, back in the day, I loved it. I, I felt like such a badass when I in PvP when I would like instantly drop one in front of me and get away from the rogue trying to gank me. It's a good time. You do it at the, at the cliff <laughs> at Lumber Mill and you jump off and you cl- cast Slow Fall and you land in Blacksmith and you start healing uh-huh. everybody and you just piss the opposing team off because suddenly there's a healer. It's great. Wow. Oh, it's, oh, how many spells did it just take for you to do what Drakthir does in one button? Right, like that's that's kind Doesn't, of the i power don't care. Creep I'm I feeling. feel cool. I feel Kyle. I dri- I choose to drive a manual car. I'm if there's one, you know, I'll 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 join the critiquers. You know, I am I am on the side of prove it, Blizzard, prove it, Dragonflight. But I will not listen to Drakthir being lame anymore. I, I've I've fallen in love with. My lizard folk, and I'm going to call them that in my head to make sure I don't think of them as real dragons because there's real dragons everywhere and they look cooler than me. But as a lizard <laughs> folk who happens to have wings, Thundarius is an excellent, excellent person. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not here to say Dragon Blade is a great expansion because <laughs> you can't tell that until the end. But I am here to say I was wrong about Drakthear. They're fun as hell. So. Anyways, uh, shout out. We got a uh, wow related super chats during all this too. Chris, uh, wishes to happy Thursday and said they were uh, curious about our Dragonflight flight insights so far. And then Xorn said, got to level 70 in two days, 16 hour playtime, And I don't, Whoa. I didn't even try to rush. It happened while doing side quests. I've heard this. I've heard a lot of people are reaching yeah. max way before they're done with the campaign. Uh, and I'm assuming it's because you're doing side quests because, I'm only sixty-one, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and to the folks in uh, uh, chat saying you just posted a video yesterday, but you won't be playing WoW. You clearly didn't watch the video. Uh, I recommend you go give it a watch. Oh yes, yes. The the video is why we're not switching to WoW. We've got uh, a we've got a, t- a title reader in the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm down to. To address that idea like like I I said even in that video like for me this is a lot of journalism too like I am loving Final Fantasy 14 and in order to critique what will hopefully be an arms race of MMOs actually competing with each other for the first time we have some actual like genuine improvement on the horizon hopefully pressure from you know (laughs) uh, DreamWorks and Pixar to make better movies Hopefully we all win out of this and everything improves. Mm, yeah. But no, I mean we that our video ended up on the asthma gold subreddit like you know it's 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 been a little busy. It's been a, there's been a lot of opinions flying around about that. Uh, you can also go watch us uh, on our recent live stream, watch the entirety of the preach video. Uh, preach gaming put out a big interview roundup that they did at Blizzard. And and you know we have some some harsh things to say. Uh, we you know preaches a great platform for that conversation. It's worth checking out. Not only our react, but the actual preach video. Oh, it's fantastic! As a as a content creator, I was uh, mad impressed with how that was put together. Speaking of arms races, holy crap! Like YouTube, um, you know, there are things I watch, I see on Hulu that have lower production value. Can than, we go off script for a second? Can we? Can we? Well, yeah. Can we? Like, can, can we do a, a bit here just about what we've been watching? On oh, like YouTube? Well, I, in general, because I also want to talk to you about Chainsaw Man, and I didn't oh, okay. warn you ahead of time. But um, yeah, let's start with YouTube because I think there's a, a there's an embarrassment of riches with YouTube documentaries. Like specifically, the last week um, I watched obviously Preach's uh, Inside Blizzard video, which is incredible. Um, but I know we both watch this channel. And we never talk about it. Defunct Land. From time like uh, on suggest I've seen maybe two. Okay, Uh, I can't speak uh, to it well. Land put out a doc about who wrote the Disney Channel bumper song. Okay, I I don't care. Like Disney Channel for me was a thing I got excited about in the '90s when we were at a hotel that had it, Uh, and and the the bumper song was a, a thing around the like the 2000s around the time of Hannah Montana. Um, so I have no nostalgia whatsoever. It was one of the most captivating documentaries I've ever watched. It's so well made. Uh, yeah, I I, like, I know it's like Kevin Perger is the dude who does it, but I, I do believe he works with a small team. Uh, it's impeccable. Like it's the kind of, it's like the kind of thing, you know what I'm talking about? Like the thing you dream of making is someone that makes stuff. Sure. Like it's so good. <laughs> YouTube documentaries. That's the main. That's the main thing. Like YouTube documentaries are just insane. You still got all your React content, all your gameplays. You know, I enjoy. I think the probably the biggest channel I enjoy regularly is like Markiplier. I really like horror games, so uh, and I don't actually want to play a lot of indie ones because they're horrifying or they're jank. And I like watching somebody else do that instead. But it, when it comes to documentaries on YouTube and informative content, it is just blowing anything away on multiple networks yeah yeah and then uh i think it was a couple weeks ago but the the new clip doc on uh roller coaster tycoon was oh i didn't know they did one on that that's that sounds awesome yeah yeah it's 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 a deep dive man it's a deep dive and also i'm gonna play some roller coaster tycoon over the holiday break (laughs) you get it on your phone man it's a good it's a good port i've i got open rc2 on the pc which if you haven't tried it man get it it's amazing seeing roller coaster tycoon in 4k and it like, it, it works and it scales properly. It's, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, docs are real good on YouTube right now. Like hot damn, some good stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, you and I have a contentious relationship with anime that I would like to, <laughs> I would like to uh, address for a, Dive into a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. You're a, uh, you're a, um, a, a hipster, uh, uh, think highly of yourself, uh, subtitle watcher. And I'm a, a, a dirty, uh, really picky, uh, dub watcher. Like I don't consume a lot of anime. Uh, I don't want to read. So I also tend to wait to consume my anime. Like mm-hmm. it's usually old by the time I get to it. I guess they're getting better about simultaneous anime release with dub and sub, right? It's not yes. as bad as yeah. it used to be. um, but you were going on and on and on and on and on, on and on. on. How much? What? That's a lot of ons. You were you going know, on like, and on about Chainsaw Man. Oh, I oh that that's too many ons. You, I would say I was going on and on. Perhaps you were selling me hard. I feel like you I, were you I were was, selling me hard. That's because I was confused because you know after we had that talk about cyberpunk and computerization anime and I don't really like it at all. All uh, right. I should say I didn't, but then I watched Chainsaw Man. And I was like, I'm actually kind of digging this. And something also weird happened while I was gone. I watched Helsing Unlimited or Ultimate, one of those. Um, okay. I bought these DVDs back in college, and I watched them on a TV that wasn't HD. I'm re-watching it now as like a background noise, like you know, taking care of the baby late night sort of thing. I, I also really like the dub. I like the English voice actors. It's got computerization all throughout it. But I didn't know back in the day when I watched it because I was watching it on a non HD TV circuit, like 2008. <laughs> so all the <laughs> computerization just kind of fuzzed out and didn't matter to me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I remember I, the earliest I remember seeing that kind of shit was uh, like, I would say 1.5 wave. I wouldn't quite say second wave Tsunami, like one and a half wave Tsunami when they had Blue Sub 6. That was the first time I ever remember seeing 3D in my anime. Um, probably doesn't hold up now. I haven't watched it since then. It's jarring, but doing it as a total style, the whole thing in that, and it, Chainsaw Man seemed to have the production value that was matching a hand animated effort. Yeah. So, what I was teeing up was that you, you talked a lot about Chainsaw Man and you went pretty deep into the 3D of it, and you, you really put me in a place where I was against it, like from the get go. Cause I saw images and I don't, I didn't love the head design. I think it's kind of goofy with the, the I get that that's kind of the intent with the chainsaw coming out, but I'm like, yeah, the arms look so cool. You ruined it with the head. This is me. My personal thing. I'm weird. I get it. Um, and then you're like, Oh, but then they go 3d for the action sequences. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, it's got a stupid yeah. head and it's 3d. Oh, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. But while you were gone, <laughs> My whole Twitter feed—it was just nothing but Chainsaw Man, this, Pochita that—and I'm like, fine. I was, I was, and I didn't know how to see it. I assumed it was just on Crunchyroll, and I don't have a Crunchyroll sub. But I was perusing Hulu, and it's on there. And I was like, oh shit, I have easy access. There's nothing stopping me, and I found myself hitting play. And I, um, I love it. <laughs> I really like it, Kyle nice it's hilarious um the 3d is uh, the opposite of cyberpunk which is good and well executed um it's a stylistic choice whereas yeah. for cyberpunk it was a money-saving device and it looked like it it really and, yeah. looked like it it, it, lo- it was the the, the the disney equivalent of those those flat fences they put up when there's construction <laughs> you can go listen, go over to our Patreon, find the special episode we put out, the spoiler cast. I love t- Cyberpunk 2077. I will watch it again, but the, the 3D in the final two episodes supremely bummed me out. Um, but it, the 3D in Chainsaw Man doesn't take me out of the show. It, it really matches, and sometimes they even use it for effect that they straight up wouldn't be able to achieve. Otherwise, uh, the, the most recent episode, there's a shot of uh, it's not a spoiler. It's just like there's a sh- a moving shot of someone on a bed and the background's 3D, the character's 2D, and the background is, is slightly jittering. And there's a reason it should be doing that. And it just works. It just blends. It works. It helps tell the story and sell the story as opposed to feeling like a visual I need to get past to enjoy it. Um, And it, so it's just, yeah, it Doesn't at this point, I'm like, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't even mention that this has 3D to anyone. I would just... It, I don't think it's worth mentioning because it feels seamless to me. So uh, watch it. Cause to me, it's just, it's just a really good anime. It's legitimately hilarious. It's, it's basically elevated boner comedy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, it's like one of the best American pies I've ever seen with superpowers. Hmm. It's extremely violent, which I, I'm a big violence fan. It's a weird thing to say, but I love violence in my media. It's important if you're going to recommend it, like you do need to it let people know. It is horrifically violent. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're not into blood, guts and gore, do not watch Chainsaw Man. Um, but yeah, it's legitimately hilarious. Uh, the violence is so over the top and wonderful. If you're like me and you grew up with the evil dead, you're going to eat it up. And uh, it's got a lot of heart, like a weird amount of heart. It's oddly touching. Like I love it. It's it's a great show. I'm absolutely smitten. Hmm. I'll fire it up again. I, yeah. I wanted to binge it. It it was too linear, you could say. Um, it's too segmented. Like my favorite anime right now is Spy X Family, and each episode has a contained small story in the greater story. A lot of like how Avatar: Last Airbender did it. Like to you know put things on a pedestal. Each, each episode is an episode for the most part, you know, two parters happen, but you watch Mm. one 30 minute episode and you go, ah, that was a complete story. I wasn't getting that from chainsaw man. So I want to binge it. Same thing with later seasons of game of Thrones. Like I just put it away and I'll watch it all in one big go. Most, most television uh, is, is linear. Yeah. Yeah. And I find it too frustrating to watch week to week. So so I, I had built up a backlog and we burnt through the first six episodes in like two days. Yeah, that'll make that makes me more positive. Yeah, on something like this. Yeah, um, and now we're week to week. Are you caught up? No, I I stopped at episode the three. Most recent episode. I, I I I don't even want to get into it, but it like it left me breathless. <laughs> like um, week Go to week is going to be hard. Now is what I'm going to say. I was fine with week to week until the most recent episode. It hurts. It's hard. It's going to be very difficult. Like I'm, 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 I'm officially impatient. So yeah. Um, watch chainsaw, man, I guess is my, yeah. Yeah. recommendation right there. Watch chainsaw, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I I fell off demon slayer. It, It, it spun its wheels for too long. It does spin those wheels a lot. Um, I get what you're saying with Chainsaw Man, but every episode it feels like something happens and it feels like the the characters grow a little bit every single episode and I love it. I like I love that in yeah. any fiction. What I don't want is reset. Like that's that's the frustrating side of episodic format. Like yeah, yeah was a child and grew up, but I couldn't deal with Ezra, for instance. Because each episode, he's, he was making the same mistakes. I'm re- I realized like that, that changed, and the show. Yeah, the moved first away season that. of Rebels is, little, is not the, is honestly my least favorite of Rebels. Um, right, or even like uh, my Witch Academia, I think it's called. My like, hero? You just, you, Did you say my no, witch? That, yeah, there's a one like it's called My Witch Academia oh. or something like that. Okay. It's about like it's like a wizard school for witches, but they just learn how to trust like each time. And her faults are always the same. It's mm-hmm. done by a Trigger. Uh, so I was interested because I well, love a Little Witch Academia. Little Witch Chad yeah. is saying I, I'm a really big fan of their like messy style. Like when action goes, I really like how they stretch people. It's something that Overwatch did really well. That's what I like about uh, Fully Cooly so much. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Uh, Helsing does the same thing. Like Alucard's arms are constantly in flux for how long they are based on the stylistic vision of the moment. And I really, really like that stuff. Mm. Anything to help with that Carmen Sandiego ass looking costume in that in that show is good for me. The hat changes sizes, too. Yeah, you do not cosplay Alucard unless you had like arm extenders. Uh, (laughs) It it just doesn't work. He's too lanky. He's literally in flux. Like he take two images and they're completely different next to each other. And that's how the manga is too. Alucard is what I imagine Jack Skellington looked like with skin. Yep. Yeah. And a hat and a big hat with some continuity problems on the size of said stop motion, tiny hat that they use. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, there I I meant to tell you, I wanted to talk about this today. So here it is unscripted shoved in the middle of the episode. All right. There it is. Uh, so yeah, Dragonflight. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm, you know, having a friend into it, of course, helps a lot. So I'm, I'm really glad you're enjoying yourself. We've talked many times on the show about your legitimate passion for it. And uh just love the look and feel of wow. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're digging it. I look forward to playing with you. It's very, I, I, it's very pretty. I've had to endure a lot of wow art hate this week. So I just want to say that I think Dragonflight looks incredible. Yeah, it, but that's also just the style. Yeah. Uh, what I often call mental graphics. Like, I mean, Darkest Dungeon is essentially like a weird kind of chibi, scrunched up character look. But once you understand the language, you're like, oh my God, of my mouth. Darkest, Darkest Dungeon is is Mike Mignola. They're just but doing the like, Mike Mignola thing. But they do like these little scrunchy characters. Like, it's a really weird, it's definitely that style and I love it. But the characters you play as in the monsters fight are kind of you know they're, they're like miniaturized like you would for a little like tabletop game thought you're going to talk longer and i was clearing my throat no no i talk well, about other video games right now but uh the things i all had my eye on are kind of disappointing me at the moment i've uh, i've gotten started in ragnarok by the way but i don't want to get into it yet because i'm not that deep and uh also you're not playing it right now No, I don't have the PlayStation. Yeah, if anyone's just got an extra PlayStation laying around, you want to send it to Kyle. Just a spare PlayStation, preferably a five, because I can't imagine playing this game on a four. I Uh, mean, I I I loved playing through God of War 2018. I love the advancement of the character, how that game kind of grew with me. You know, as a dad, it definitely helped, like, you know, seeing little legs flop when you're carrying him. Like, you know, that stuff hits you a lot harder. But... Oh, if you're OK, so I know you've been having feelings about, oh, they grew up so fast recently. Uh-huh. It's going to hit you like a ton of bricks at the beginning oh, of I'm Ragnarok. Sure. It is just going to sure. crash down upon you. I'm not a dad. I was like, I, my emotions were cosplaying your emotions while I was <laughs> playing the beginning of Ragnarok. I'm like, oh, this is going to wreck Kyle. Yeah. She's just going to wreck him. Um. So yeah. I mean, granted, my 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 oldest is not you know becoming a teen or whatever. I'm sure they explore. No, but that in this it's game. like just kind of the theme of it of just yeah. oh my god, how quickly we progress as people. But it's not enough just as a personal decision to warrant the purchasing of a PlayStation. Yeah, I I, I I feel that. I feel that need a larger catalog. Um, but out, outside of that, like Dark Tide released, it was a game I was really, really excited about. I love Vermintide. I played in the beta of Dark Tide and was kind of like, oh, we only have like four maps or tile sets. What? like th- there's an entire universe of Warhammer that we can visit. And we're kind of just sticking to the industrial side. Is this just like the maps you have for beta? And that's not the case. Like, oh, those no, are the they maps. don't have like like you can't don't go to like Tyranid planets or anything like that. No, you, you basically kind of stick to factory world uh, slime. That's a bummer. Slime, uh, sewer thing and you fight, you know, you, you fight hordes, but the rat men were just so cute. Oh, it's had so entirely much personality. City. Oh, that's a bummer.
1: I just yeah, kind of assumed
0: there'd be more biomes. There's quite a bit of custom. I thought so, too. Like we would go to lava, even if it stayed dark and themed, we'd go to lava worlds. We'd go to, you know a super sun planet that was destroying things with a wave of fire like whatever like there's there's uh, so many worlds God. to visit and so many enemy types in the Warhammer 40K universe but we really stick to that chaos enemy type and that's okay like if you like blown away zombies and left for dead but left for dead has that toy story factor right like toy story half the fun is watching buzz and and woody parkour about like a normal room but they're small i'm not sure (laughs) and left for dead has that feel because you go into you know you make your way through an apartment building and you go down to the corner store and you find pills in the bathroom like there's this apocalypse feel that you go oh i know this place and i think that's something that uh dead to die what the heck did that what was that thing called dead by daylight no, no, no the the one the Left for Dead creators went off and made a new game. Oh. And it kind of fell flat, <laughs> but shit, I forget <laughs> what, what was it called. I liked it. Uh, Five Dead Days, so, you know, something like that. Not uh, all. Back for Blood. Back for Blood. You're Back screwing. Blood. You're screwing my brain because I'm like, is there even a D in the title? It's just <laughs> words like it's just words. Words soup. Uh, yeah, but the, you know that had that feeling too. Like defend the library. Defend, ultimately, like the enemy types with the kind of the worm thing going on got kind of weird and. You know they they had other issues, just like over repeating voice lines that made it frustrating to play. But uh, there's not that feeling inside Warhammer Dark Tide because you're not experiencing new things. You see like a skull that's hooked up to read a scroll, and you're like, "That's badass!" And like all the computers in that world are people that were inserted into machines for the glory of the Emperor. Like there's so much cool stuff to explore, but ultimately it doesn't have that charm and personality that Vermintide had. And Fat Shark has gone and they kind of cash shopped it a little bit. It's all like really cosmetic, but their big improvement from beta to release was the cash shop. All the suggestions that was sent their way, those were all ignored in effort to get the game up and running uh, with a cash shop. So right now, if you love... Left for Dead and you want more of it and you have the friend group ready, yeah, you'll have a good time. But it's not something that's ready for consumption, I'd say, for most people. Gotcha. Okay. And then Callisto Project, the other game I'm really excited about, was accidentally streamed on Twitter or purposely streamed on Twitch. Someone, like, found a copy or pirated a copy. Played through the whole thing. It's 16 hours long. How long was the the the, the, the dude... The space mechanic, dead space. But, How um, long de- dead space. Dead Space. You know that's a good question. However, the reviews are coming out too at a flat five out of ten. Oh yeah. So we've got an overly short game. Dead Space One is eleven hours. Oh, if you haul. Oh, okay, I'm also like the slowest person on the planet. planet yes, you are. Also, uh, I'm gonna. I want to point. Out, this is a popular opinion right now for people in our age group, but I am definitely among them. That a short playtime is the selling point to me right now. True. I have felt, enough, I felt that way about Resident I, Evil Village. Mm, I have enough endless games in my life. I don't need another. I do not need uh, a JRPG length, uh third person adventure game. Yeah, no, I liked, I liked, um, I liked the, the village and its length. And uh, in fact, all the Resident Evils have, even though they can be pricey per hour, they just have decent pacing that makes it that interactive movie. And I don't want any more than that. They're also extremely well polished. That too. They like outside of what was it like some bugs that flew around you a little too hard and messed with your flame frame rate. Um, That that was also an issue when you were like running through the castle in Resident Evil Village and the frame rate was bad because you were supposed to find this door that was actually hidden in the wall while you're running infinitely. So the frame rate attacked at a really bad point when you're supposed to be able to find like a secret. And you're running from the boss. Or we also live in a world where we can't even depend on Nintendo games to perform well anymore. So. So you're right. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I take it back. I take it back. Being down on Callisto Project for being 16 hours long. That's Protocol. not the right call. But seeing the length mixed with a just real lame review. And because that footage went up, you know, pictures of the final boss have been circling around and it's it's looking kind of lame well that's looking like first of all Uh, uh, all all that's been leaked but also it aligns with my current view of the game which is it looks really generic and not like something that i'm particularly interested in playing yeah it, it clearly the uh the developer who did the thing and strikes out on their own you know is not the formula for instant success that i think a lot of us would hope for no, and, and you want to, it, it's back rough because you want to, you want to well. root for them. Yeah. Like I want to see success there, but I enjoyed back for blood enough. Um, I would like to go back to it and actually beat it. It'd be fun to see it through. Yeah. But, um, it's fine. <laughs> I can wait. And yeah. It, it's not going anywhere. It, there's or maybe nothing it. Has in, that. Is it is it off Xbox uh, Game Pass? That's a big deal to me because yeah, uh, I'll I'll be waiting even longer. I think I bought it because I didn't know it was on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure it's on Steam. Oh no! Me. I think I, I don't remember. I don't know. Sometimes I buy things and I forget. Uh, that's called Steam. That's what you do. You buy and you forget. I mean sometimes like it it depends on the game, right? Like right. if it's something I'm really gonna experiment with in long term, like I have no interest in playing Slay the Spire. On Xbox Game Pass as a game I want to own, you know, and I've I've definitely done that a number of times uh, with the Epic Store too, where I'm like, no, this is something I want on Steam. uh, This is something I'm really going to chew on for a long time, and I want to see it in my my library there. Well, I want to chew on some questions and see them in my mailbag. So, oh wait, hang on, is Dark Tide on Xbox Game Pass? Such a wonderful segue. I know it was really good. I, I apologize. But it looks like Dark Tide might be on Game Pass. Actually, well, oh, that's good. on PC yeah, Game Pass. on PC Game Pass. Yeah, PC Game Pass. <laughs> okay, because we we had so many things. We we have so much extra time. I know. Yeah, there's know. not two MMOs we currently want to stream. Back for Blood is still on. Uh, <laughs> it's still on Game Pass. <laughs> so yeah, we can still do that sometime. Sometime. Anyway, your delicious segue. Please. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for ruining it like hair in a wonderful meal hello there hello there hello there uh send your emails and feedback at startgrindinggear.com or if you're supporting us on patreon or you're a member of the youtube membership uh just we have a dedicated chat for you in our members only chat channels in our discord it's called questions for the hosts throw them in there and we pull from there and bring them in here ray's kicking us off this came from our Discord said with the blow up in players following you to around in Final Fantasy 14 since Shadowbringer started do you think MMOs should have streamer options like the ability to hide other players or what tools would you like streamers to have in game Um for the most part this doesn't bother me uh, I think in Shadowbringers people have been a little more in our face than I would like them to be Um uh you're muted at the moment Yeah, pardon me, pardon. Uh we did a stream um before I left so now 3 weeks ago I never went instant I never want to see those B mounts again. Well, the B mounts are uh, the whole different thing. Cause they're noisy, but we let people know we wanted to have a little more room, particularly cause we're filming for our videos and stuff and people instantly responded. So uh, that was awesome. So can't, can't complain. Uh, it's very much up to the streamer based on your community and what you've built to inform the audience, what you're looking for in that way. And our audience was extremely receptive when we wanted to change that this last time. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Make yourself a part of the scenery is, is but what I we laugh. request. I laugh because yesterday, or I guess it would have been Monday, there were hordes of Battle.net forum posts about how people were putting together class action lawsuits because streamers were getting in the game and they weren't. And so I don't think streamer tools would go off very well with the audience at large. Now, of course these people were accusing blizzard of giving wow streamers fast lanes so they could stream the game and advertise it for them. Okay. So I didn't see this, but I, I, I on the day when we couldn't get in, I did go over to Twitch and I was like, cause I was curious, like, could anyone get in? And First thing I click on because it was at the top, Asmongold. Course he, uh, he was in, and then then I was like, this seems fishy. Like the next like six, we're looking at, <laughs> we're we're stuck the same place we were. And then number seven, whoever that was, was in and playing. And then it was it was just a random assortment. Some people were in, some people weren't. I didn't hear about about that. That MMO players are so fucking dramatic. They I they have a. They have a reason to be. So in general, my my perspective is, by the way, me, I'm a dramatic MMO player, but sure. But it's, it's an interesting conundrum. It's a fascinating fallacy because of all the streaming content creators in the world, MMO content creators are hated the most. Like just people hate streamers. And I I know from the past, speaking pretty generally there. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just talking about like, wait, wait, if you're doing a video game and then there's hate for streamers, MMO people tend to like have a larger audience or size of people wishing that hate. And in the past, a lot of it was that people who streamed or made content are, of course, more casual players because you're spending six hours in editing. You don't play the game as much as your audience. So there's some frustration that builds there. I remember particularly back in the instance days. Uh, long ago there was a lot of pressure on like scott johnson because he would say things that a casual player would enjoy and then those things would happen in the game and people would accuse him of casualizing world of warcraft and making it a worse product but i think ultimately what a lot of it comes down to is that mmos take a huge amount of time to play particularly in our old design philosophies hopefully we're moving away from those now but it, you view a streamer as the enemy because they can play the game more than you can. And that the resentment grows and grows and, and until you just kind of hate streamers. And so I, I think there's a large audience there that just instantly jumps on the, like the class action laws. And that's ridiculous. I don't, I, like, it, 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 I don't even know the legal terminology uh, of that. And I doubt they do either. It, but it they just, were raising, it's, it's hilarious. You've absolutely no possible way of proving or disproving this. Like just you have nothing. What are you what yeah. are you going to do? But, but even you even you mentioned like in the back of your mind there was like a little like oh that suspect asthma goal being yeah, yeah, in Because no my one brain works the same way. But then yeah. I because <laughs> I move on with my life at the, end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I, Of course my brain works that way. For, but also like let's let's really let's full devil's advocate this for a moment. I'm going to really Okay. I, I don't believe what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But it can be edited. In I Sound don't Cliff believe Garrett. what I am about to say. But let's say it. Let's y- do just do like say it. a techno let's song. Say do it it. like a techno song. You don't want edited. Let's say like it. Uh, let, let's all right. So, Mister Bobby Kotick is sitting up in his office where he has nothing better to do than to uh yell edicts for how World of Warcraft is going to uh, give access to special streamers. Right? Garrett doesn't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's sitting up there. He goes. All right. Listen. Um. You know. Before I leave this weekend to swim around in my gold hot tub, uh, I, on my yacht, I just want you to know. I make sure Asmund Gold gets in. I need to make sure Asmund Gold gets into <laughs> World of Warcraft because I need the two extra dollars uh, of the conversions that he's going to give out there to go towards my my seventeenth private jet. Uh, I need that. Um, so even if that was true, like how many, how many World of Warcraft streamers got that, that privilege they, they, they clearly got, even though like when I went and checked it out, like three of the top 10 streaming were actually in and playing, uh, Dragonflight. How many would it be where it actually had any noticeable effect on you getting into play Dragonflight? 50? 100 streamers if it was 500 streamers it doesn't matter they're not all playing on the same server they're sharding there's so many f- factors like who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> but that's not race question i don't think this was ultimately rage question but it was on my mind No, it's not but you brought you, you brought it up and yeah, so yeah. yeah 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 no no you, you this is your fault kyle yes uh, i'm misrepresenting ray ice i apologize Like the ability to hide other players and uh, give those stream tools would be fine. I mean, obviously, like there needs to be greater moderation and language, uh, particularly when things can be yelled. This isn't a factor in Final Fantasy, but in World of Warcraft, there's certain yells and like tells or raid announcements that can flash on the middle of your screen and people could write whatever they want in there, knowing you're a streamer and cause that to display like those sort of things, those sort of tools are essential because particularly on Twitch's end, Twitch holds you responsible for anything that ends up on your screen, regardless of if it was your intention or your words, your audience, whatever. Such display was not my intention. Exactly. So that would be great. Like help streamers protect themselves without having to cover chat boxes. And a lot of that is just moderation by real human beings that you know take care of people and when you report them on stream you know work with the streamer to get their stream unblocked like if if someone says something in the middle of your screen and makes those words appear in flash and you go through the report process of them and then twitch says yeah but it still happened like the company working with the twitch would be a really nice show of good faith there but that takes human beings communication hours you know everything's trying to go automated for cheapness too. And, And I mean, look at the recent, like Sony did this whole like huge conversation negotiating with Microsoft and they're finally reaching a deal about Activision Blizzard for Call of Duty. Like we have to admit at the end of the day, we're in an MMO environment, but we're not that big. Like it's not, these games aren't huge like call of duty is they're not negligible or whatever like you still know everyone yeah wow ain't ain't the 12 million sub peak that it was back in wrath of the lich king and the start of cataclysm but still it's still a lot of money yeah Yeah, but i um, I don't know know what they're at and they're not telling the numbers anymore but if it's three even if it's like as low as 3 million 15 bucks a month that's still a whoo that's a money printing machine As for, like, just, like, turning and hiding other players, I think I would enjoy that casually without a streamer account or, you know, being checkmarked by a company. Like, just have that option for people who want to play through a game without seeing other people jump all over the king or, you know, dance on mailboxes. Yeah, that's the only other thing I can think of is is that's where my brain goes. I, I legitimately haven't. At no point have I thought to myself, "Boy, do I wish I could have X so that I could just be left alone." Like it never to me. Part of the damn reason I've been so uh, charmed by Final Fantasy fourteen is just the the social interaction of all of it. Like I'm coming from World of Warcraft. We don't have in game housing. We don't go party in our sexiest clothes in an original Vanilla city. Like the beginning of every expansion, it's like that's it, party's over, off to the new city. Which thank God, Orabos Orib- was like the most boring airport uh, you could ever hope to be stuck in in Shadowlands. Oh, or Orib- oh, okay, o- o- Orabos. Is-, is that I don't even remember what the name is. It's Circle- I didn't know the name. Here I am yeah, in, in the undeath expansion. Let's go to the airport, everybody. That's how it felt. <laughs> um, it was not my favorite city. I'd rather go back to Shatrath. Shatrath was the superior circle city, as far as I'm concerned. They're all kind of circle. I guess Dalaran's a grid, but I digress. Um, <laughs> you know what? All the, you should just always do Dalaran. All the good expansions of Dalaran as their city. <laughs> just do Dalaran again. Wait, but isn't... um. Uh, isn't Gridania the dollar on? Like that's that's not my Grida- favorite. Well is Gridania the dollar? Gridania is the worst is objectively the worst city in Final Fantasy right. 14. So So I'm talking about like theme, not necessarily layout. Gridania is just a bunch of like hedges. It it's messy. It does have my favorite <laughs> bar though. I love I love the roost in Gridania. Yeah, that's a cool Yeah, bar. The, the end's pretty good. I if I'm gonna end though, I I do go to Actually, sometimes I go to Ishgard. I I really like that rundown with the fireplace Mm. looking Ishgard. I love Limsa. And man, when I got into Final Fantasy 14 and I I started there and I went to Limsa for the first time, I'm like, why are there so many people here? Well, now we're getting, yeah, this conversation is starting to gravitate towards the conversation of why WoW doesn't have active role-playing communities or people who just log in and hang out. And a lot of it is this, you know, digestion and destruction. Well, WoW does have it, but it's always in the new city, whatever it is. That's where you're going to go, stand on a mailbox, show off your tier set. Uh, if it is an exp- if, if it's an expansion where they had tier sets, which they've been gone for a little while, but they're coming back. Um, but yeah, I, I, I digress. Yeah. I, I, there's really no tool I want. Um, if, if you w- didn't want to see other players, I think there's plenty of players out there who aren't streamers that would want that tool. I'm with you, Kyle. Yeah. Language control. That's my main thing. Like I just give the streamers the tools to make sure that they're not held responsible for audience members and their tomfoolery. Has anyone ever been, I don't want to get, Jack Lee says, uh, I have a question. (laughs) I'm I'm curious, has anyone actually been cracked down on because someone said something horrible in a game that they were streaming? Yeah, no, this happened a lot. There's a lot of streamers. Yeah, they got banned temporarily. A lot of of the times uh, it's assumed, like sometimes it's villainy of the audience members who submit the tickets to Twitch and say, oh, the streamer was being bad. But oftentimes it's based on the assumption that they didn't go far enough. Like so-and-so had words display on screen and they're like, hey, guys, not cool and report. But people felt that it was under addressed, that the streamer didn't make a big enough deal about it. Oh, and therefore, oh it happened to Asmongold. Oh, yeah. And this is a, the exact situation that happened to Asmongold. The stupidest shit, man. And the reason why it, it completed and not even banned for a time. I don't even look at my chat. When I'm playing Final Fantasy Fourteen. And I, I feel bad because I miss a lot of whispers. I'm sorry, everybody, but I am I'm, that's I'm true. Still, I'm usually streaming if I'm playing Final Fantasy Fourteen, so I'm not keeping a very close look on my on my on my chat, but like I don't even look. That's that's ridiculous. No, and I and I stream competitive games for years with Here's the Storm, and there was of course, people would be vulgar. And it was your responsibility as a member of Twitch to Every time that came up, and it was exhausting to address it properly, ban the person, and then address your audience again to make sure it was clear that you do not agree with what just happened on screen. Because otherwise, what happened to Asmogold could happen to you. That should be on that that should be on Twitch. That should be on the makers of the video game. M- moderate your own shit if you want your free advertising. I agree with that. <sighs> <laughs> Jackly anyway. writes in and says, I have a question. What's your absolute favorite trope in video games and why? What's the best execution of that trope? And do you have any examples in media? Oh, this is a rough one. I know I have answers to this, but I do not have them at the ready. My favorite trope is like evolution or, uh, transformation. Um like as opposed to creationism? <laughs> no 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 like like when when you see a person on a stick in Mass Effect and it lowers and they're now a husk or you are battling a dude and you blow off his arm but then a bigger arm comes out of that hole that he just had. Oh yeah you know, xenomorphs. So escalation. Yeah like like visual representation of Scar, like I love the nemesis system in um, Shadows of Mordor, like yeah. scars that would appear like physically representing a story. And I would include in that to a degree like Prince of Persia losing all his clothes over the course of an adventure or Batman, you know, his cape getting messed up in an Arkham Asylum game. But for them, for like really, it's more on the monster side for what I really, really love. I love Face huggers or yeah, face huggers become chest bursters, become xenomorphs, become queens or hive guardians or praetorians. Like uh, that, oh, oh, I just eat it up. I love it. I'm not sure if that's a trope. Is it? Is it not? Like, I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not sure that's a trope. But it's like a storytelling device. I'm not sure if that's a. If that's a trope. Oh, what? What is a trope? What is a trope? Like the chosen one. Oh. Uh, I think, I think uh, visual storytelling can also be a trope. Yeah. But you're, yeah, you're, you're asking for, I like, I, straight- I struggle between like tropes and archetypes. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like I would call like a love triangle and a rom-com a trope. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like, um, I don't know you would call it, but we've been, we're about to finish our rewatch of breaking bad. And it made me realize I just love the, like the archetype and kind of the trope of like the, the hapless uh, uh, assistant. Like Jesse is the reason I love breaking bad so much. And it's like you, you that, 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 that exists in so much media. Like I love, uh, I love pinky and pinky in the brain. Um, (laughs) Like, I just, I love the, uh, the idiot assistant, Uh, but it like, and especially in breaking bads, Case with Jesse, it's like it's like the scumbag with a heart of gold. Like he's he's this absolute like idiot street thug who literally manufactures drugs, but he has a incredible moral compass and heart. Like, and I love that. Patrick the SpongeBob is a good one. Although SpongeBob's also an idiot. That's just kind of Pinky and Pinky. Yeah, the frustration of brain. I mean, but the, the then brain's frustration self sabotages, uh, which is the it, comedy. The and it. the Brain are, are very analogous to Walt and Jesse. Uh, yeah. Because, um, yeah, Walt self sabotages a shit ton. Um, Gurr from Invader Zim. Oh, that's a good example from Senshi in our chat right now. Mm. I love that shit, man. Okay, the I'm going to stick with assistant. mine as a trope. My answer, my answer is complete. Okay, okay, but I'm trying to think of an example of it in video games, and I'm coming up short. What, uh, like, like evolution and such? No, I can't think of a hapless uh, mind. Oh. I can't think of like a hapless assistant example in in video games. Um. um hmm. Actually, well, actually, I don't like it as much as Atreus in the God of War 2018. He actually kind of annoys me in 2018. Well, he goes hard, like uh, like I'm saying back when we did our kind of review of it, and almost felt like there was four hours of game that got cut, because he just all of a sudden flipped the switch. Yeah. Oh, God, a clap little- trap. I hate Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Borderlands is, a, is, is, three, is just three really bloated examples of shit I don't find funny. <laughs> hmm <laughs> borderlands comedy didn't capture me but i did enjoy i did enjoy the co-op game of it oh uh, it also has i think really lackluster shooting like and all you're gonna do is shoot in that game and it's not it's just not very good shooting tataru tataru is not hapless though tataru is like a, uh, an a- absolute genius and the glue that holds the scions together yeah, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, so I can't really help you out, nor have I But yeah, finished. I guess, you know, I don't like those games, but Claptrap would be a good example. Papalimo and Ida. Ida! Mm, this is a spoiler. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Ida's a great example, actually. Yeah, Ida and okay. Papalimo, and it's a reason I actually kind of don't like Papalimo, because Papalimo is really mean to Ida, and I, I love Ida. Uh, I what about really... Slippy? Slippy. Oh, I hate Slippy. I shot Slippy yeah, but, every but... time. But Slippy, you know, he, he performs a service. You don't have the health bar on the boss if you don't have Slippy. and then, But he's also always getting himself into trouble, always getting shot at, needing yeah, help. Yeah, no, I, uh, I hated Slippy. But I also had another one of my favorite tropes, which is the Vegeta-type character in Falco, who was my favorite character in Star Fox. Okay. So I, Falco never becomes a bad guy, but he, he, could, he could easily go down that route. Falco might as well be the bad guy turned, turned good guy. No, he's a dick, but also Star Fox wasn't a complex enough game to like explore that. (laughs) Yeah, it might as well be the face turn. Might as well be the face turn. Like, so, yeah, there's all that. I mean, you've also, I mean, yeah, I just, I like, (laughs) I like duos. I like, like, I really love co op games, but I guess also in like narrative uh, with character pair ups, I like just duos and whether they're an absolute hapless assistant or not. Like, the first, last of us, I, I love Ellie and she starts the game very, like, no, not the best street smarts. Well, I guess she has street smarts, but she's not like combat capable. But then she goes on this journey become by the end of it becomes pretty capable in her own right. So this is like all that kind of stuff, man. It's good. Hmm. It's good. So yeah, I think we just dropped a lot of examples. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Monica Allensworth asks, and it's written this way. Uh. What's your favorite Little Mermaid song? To which my answer is "Poor Unfortunate yeah. Souls." Is there? I mean, there's good songs in there, but every "Poor Unfortunate Souls" is just so good. I don't think there's a bad song in Little Mermaid. And do I help them? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's so freaking good. I'd say I mean, the, in the terms most like, underrated song in Little Mermaid is "Kiss the Girl." That's got a really catchy. Really, really catchy melody. Yeah, yeah. Little Mermaid's a it's a good one. Uh, as as far as like you know, tearless villain songs though, I really do think Hellfire by Frollo in Hunchback of Notre Dame. You're, you're like going off. Tier. You're going off prompt. Uh, okay, you're All going right. off prompt. Just gotta okay. keep Next it. Next question. Next question. Keep it under the sea, Kyle. You gotta keep it okay. under the sea. Harry asks, "What are your top three favorite controllers ever?" To which I will troll response, say Xbox 360, uh, which is three controllers. They just keep remaking that controller every time they make (laughs) a new Xbox. Oh, okay. Actually, not true, though. Um, The last two PlayStation controllers have been God tier. The PS5 and the PS4 controllers are, I think, the best controllers ever made. So I really loved Xbox original controller. I know the joke is that it's for people with giant hands. And maybe I do have giant hands. I only know my own hands, and I think they're well proportioned to my 6.3 body. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved that original Xbox controller. I thought it was fabulous. It was wide. I don't, I, I, like, other than the buttons being much, so the much Duke? smaller. The Duke? Is the, that what it's ri- called? the original Xbox One oh, controller. Yeah, original. that's original. It's so goddamn big that you yes. had to go out and buy a different controller to have one that actually fit your hands. No, God, no. I love that thing. You like that. But the I might Duke? have giant hands. Wow.
1: Wow. i loved it yeah no we all do. fought
0: to not use the duke when it was halo night like there because y'all had one everybody had one duke because it came with the xbox and when it was halo night at the friend's houses because i didn't have an xbox so what I, are you gonna you would take a monster cat is that is that what they were called monster mad, cat mad or they called monster, no cat. Well, you would take microsoft cat, so put a, out an official xbox one controller that was a normal freaking size oh yeah. I remember there was a the C3 initial review one that all my friends had, but it was official Microsoft. What it was, was the magazine was that uh, GameStop would push on you? Game Informer. Game Informer. Yeah, Game Informer said. <laughs> I kind of remember this for some weird reason, but if you look close enough at the plastic dome on the original Xbox controller, you can see another wing being added to Bill Gates's bathroom, quote unquote. Was that like a it joke? was? It was, but it stuck with me because it was so weird that it had that bubble, like you are playing Sorry, and then it had like a little <laughs> sticker of Xbox under it. You could <laughs> practically see like the the cardboard piece in there, like peeling up. It was a weird controller, but I really loved it. Let's see, and Xbox I'm, the Duke, and I'm very emotionally attached to my Steam controller. I know it's it's a crap controller for ninety nine percent of games, but it's, it actually. Really good for um, grid based games. Yes, it's good for like when you want to relax on the couch, but you might use a mouse, but you don't really have to. So you can go kind of halfway like XCOM. There was a beautiful month where that's how I played into the breach. I I would pour a little whiskey. I would lay under my blanket on the couch and I would play into the breach with my Steam controller but ultimately they made a controller that's horrible for first person shooters, which was a dumb decision and it gathers dust, but I did beat Witcher and Witcher three and all of the dark souls with my steam controller. And I think dark souls on a steam controller. That seems horrible. All you do is lock on and then you're set. Like, Oh my God, it's bad. Yeah. That like radial, like touchpad, like you're playing a golf game at the Mm. other issue with the steam controller. I do think it's, it's, low it's low key genius but my my other issue with it is i think the buttons are terrible i hate the buttons on the steam controller are they too big is are we finding a theme here no Do they're I just big, bad handsome. they have a really unsatisfying press it's hmm. vague i don't know if it's activated or not i think it has a really bad uh feedback of pressing the four face buttons interesting i i can agree to i think playstation has some of the better triggers i really like playstation's triggers later ones i think the yeah, ps2 yeah, and ps3 I think PS2 and PS3 DualSense are the the worst dual joystick controllers ever made. I think they're absolute crap. Um, the PS3 especially because the triggers were convex. So yeah, I want I want my triggers to roll away from my fingers in the direction that I'm pressing down on them. <laughs> That's a good design, you dipshits. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was um, bad, but I do. You know, it, it, it developed. And yeah. for my third one, I'll throw in just the normal. Oh, I've just knocked I it over, but my more. more Normal ass Xbox one here that I got. Yeah, for it's me, great. first like, place is ps second place is PS4. Third place is Xbox 360 and every Xbox controller that came after it because they're yeah. essentially the same. Um, no, this Xbox controller is essentially the mouse and keyboard. Like to me, there's like no reason to change it. Yeah, it's just you can do all the car commercials you want about totally redesigning it. I don't give a crap. Like I, we found what works. Yeah, I love the GameCube controller, but it is strictly... A, a, a smash brothers controller i would not want to play anything else with it i agree with that so yeah i it's... did like using for super smash bros i like the um the arcade controller they put out the little not arcade controller, but that was that white one you know yeah that it's, would, that it... would plug into the back as much as i make fun of the nipple c stick for any other game it's exactly what i want for smash brothers and a normal joystick isn't the same i can't flick it as fast <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know why you're laughing and I'm, yeah. I'm choosing not to engage with it. Okay. Well, next, next question. All right. Bringing us home. Cadric says, if you could go back in time and give a game or expansion, another six months of well-funded development time, what would you pick and why? What knock on effects might there be? I will not uh, engage with what knock on effects there will be. I'm not getting into a butterfly effect loop here, but okay. Um, hmm. Oh, this is a good question. Do you have an answer? Um, I, if I could do it without the extra six months, Cyberpunk was going to come out right, right before my son was born, and I would have been able to play it fully through. <laughs> and we're talking about like three years ago, whatever, right? Like when so you it was wanted originally to come out at the same time, it. but you just wanted to release not broken. I wanted it to be great and release at its original release date because I would have played it full, and now I really have no interest because it's just a giant game that still kind of disappoints me. Yeah, I think so. Cyberpunk is the correct answer to this question. Yeah, if, I, if it would have come out rocking, like that would have just been, it'd been jolly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, it's, it's really a question of like what game release broken that you wish wasn't. Because uh, otherwise I'm like Mass Effect 3, but really I just want a different ending. <laughs> and I don't think six more months would have fixed that. I don't think six months would have helped like without audience participation. Yeah diablo 3 fix itself but it would have been really nice to have diablo 3 release in what it became eventually yeah that's a good answer that's a good answer because you could say the same thing of like shadowlands it's like you need you just need to throw it wide and you need that audience participation well i, I think world of warcraft might be a tough example because of the way they develop and advance in yeah. such a slow order that's diablo where a lot of my... make some big moves that's where my Uh, brain goes because it's a lot of the games i play because otherwise it's like i don't know throw a dart at a bethesda release because they're always a a mess when they first come out yeah i mean what ea um battlefront that would have been one that in six months but again you need the audience you need the audience participation yeah yeah what a what a glow up that battlefront 2 had that went from it did one of the most offensive releases i've ever been a part of to one of the most beautiful full packages. Like, it's such a good game now. Um, but you we needed riots in the streets <laughs> to get it there. And there's games that, like, don't appeal to me or ultimately weren't good anyway. Like, yeah, it would have been great to give Andromeda another six months. But, like, it wasn't The bugs really... weren't really the issue. They no. were a part of it. But, like. The bugs ruined your immersion, but the immersion you had was not good anyway, so it was easy to fall out of it. They they arcaded the combat on this RPG so hard that it wasn't really interesting to play in the first place. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, uh, uh, the big one I always come back to is is the first Force Unleashed. It's like, the, it, the game was a buggy shit fest mm. and, like, is the first time in my life I ever wanted a refund for a video game. So, you know, if, if it had come out, where I didn't need to use a cheat to actually beat the game because I was hard locked on Vader and couldn't beat him. Um like his, his health just stopped going down. <laughs> um Oh. That would have been nice. Gross. That would have been nice. So, yeah, I think Cyberpunk's the right answer though. It's like not that this has a correct answer, but I think that's the correct answer. No, and not that Cyberpunk has not redeem itself or but it just, it wasn't all I wanted it to be. And we talked about that multiple times. You know, we wanted more of a GTA, like, piss off the cops play box. Yeah. You can piss off the p- cops, though. I, I've gotten in some chases in there, but I know it doesn't escalate. Yeah. Or maybe it does now. I think that was part of an update, but. Uh, I, 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 I have a, a personal choice, uh, and this will be my last one, is uh, Phoenix Point. Phoenix Point was mad broken and lacked all the spirit and fun of, uh, XCOM. What the hell is Phoenix Point? Uh, Phoenix Point was the XCOM developers going off on their own and trying to basically remake XCOM without the XCOM property. Oh, so like a, bit our, of a theme like our today. A bit, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. bit of a theme today. And it's just halved. It's. I it's have not, not even heard of this. But you shouldn't have. Because <laughs> it's not great. Um, it is. From the creators of XCOM, it has something that we just talked about earlier with my tropes. Like when you when you injure a bad guy, I, I love this idea so much. You show up with like plasma weapons and you blast all the bugs away. And next time you face those bugs, they'll have like visual representations of their plasma armor being up because the enemy is evolving. So you kind of get in this cool back and forth as you try to, like, diversify your attack styles and make sure the enemy can't just counter if you're doing one thing over and over again. But, but you can think bad, of like how that, so... that, that would be fun in, like, XCOM, though, right? Like, imagine you know, because I, 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 too, like, my strategy in XCOM always became grenade, you're like, find out where the enemy is, put everyone in Overwatch, grenade the wall, wall explodes, enemy runs, everybody fires in one big go. That's my opener for the entirety of the game. And okay. if the okay. game like was evolving, you know, quote unquote, living, breathing world, like encountered you in that, it it would be a more enjoyable experience. Mm. Well. well, thank you for the questions, everybody. Keep them coming. Feedback at startgrindinggear.com or drop us a message in the questions for hosts channel in our members only chat in our Discord channel. That's the Grinding Gear Discord. Join it today. But if you're a patron or a YouTube member, you get those special channels. Speaking of which, let's give a wonderful shout out to our patrons supporting us over at supportourbromance.com Do we have music today, Kyle? Oh! man. The man just takes some time off to bring life into the world and suddenly (laughs) he forgets how to podcast. Thank you so much to our patrons uh, joining us since our last episode. Michelle. No last name given. Thank you, Michelle. Heather R. Thank you for joining us. Doug, you rule. Thanks, Doug. Michael S. Thank S- you for your support. c Thank you, C-Row. Appreciate the support. Jet, Jass. You're welcome here. Jass is an awesome name. Jack H. Appreciate it. An Author Gamer. Much appreciated. If that's your actual name, I'm sorry for not redacting your last name. Gamer is a very cool <laughs> last name. <laughs> Usually do, usually do. And there's a very special level of patrons that we thank each and every episode. Those are our legendary level backers. Sean B., Mike R., Stephen J., Wayra E., Das, Cheesy Bob, and Sean with an E-A, B. Thank you for the support. If you want to be among those, check out our Patreon for details on how to become a legendary level backer. That's at supportourbromance.com. Thanks for the support, everybody. Other than that, around the table. Back and forth. There's only two of us. We're in a segment. Uh yeah. Kyle, you're at Kyle Ferguson on Twitter. I'm at Garrett Art. You can follow us both at Garrett and Kyle. That's right. We have a joint account for all of the content that we make and for all of that content that we make outside of this podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe to YouTube.com/slash amove TV. That is the grinding gear channel that is home to our videos, our live streams. We've had some questions about where to watch us live streaming recently. Uh so I guess we're doing a poor job of promoting it. We live stream on YouTube on our YouTube channel. That is the home for it. We're not on Twitch anymore. Go to YouTube.com slash AMOVTV. Go subscribe and join us. We stream Monday. We stream Thursday. And once I'm done with school, we'll be streaming on Friday too. And I'm done next week. But the, uh, go, so the holidays. I'm, the, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I'm actually going to my graduation too, which is on a Friday. So it's a little weird yeah. this month, but we're starting soon. It'll, it's going to be a soft launch. <laughs> yeah. I'll be doing a little streaming on Friday. Just, you know, hanging out. Yeah. Be playing some Final Fantasy this week. Yeah. Yeah. So check it out. That's going to wrap it for this episode of the Grinding Gear Podcast. Until next time. GG. Take care.